natural. <laughs> All, right, All right, three, two, one, we're live. G'day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the show. My name's Caleb, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Eli, a.k.a. Jeffo. Mate, how, how are we? I'm doing pretty good. Obviously, there's a little bit of um, distraction in the world right now. And I just want to start off by saying, um, if we have any Americans listening, uh, stay safe, because there's a lot of... Cities burning down <laughs> and riots happening, so yeah. Yeah, a couple Stay buildings safe, looking guys. pretty lit. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stay You're safe, right. ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Um, what I am quite happy about in regards to the riots is that they did not affect the uh, the UFC event on the weekend. Um, mm. There was the main event, yep. Burns versus Woodley. Um, yep. What were your thoughts going into your, the fight and what were your thoughts um, after the fight? Look, I, I, I thought that Woodley would come out like way more aggressive because he had something to prove after getting 5 over against um, Usman. Yeah, um, but he, yeah, but he he looked like lost out there, I think. I, but like credit to um, Burns, he put it on him from the start and didn't let, let off, came forward the whole fight. It just made him look like I don't know, less of a fighter than he is. Um, yeah, what were your thoughts on it? Well, well, I was definitely... I hadn't known a lot about Burns going into the fight. Um, yeah. I'd known, a, like, a little bit about him, but I definitely knew more about the former champ um, being Woodley. Mm. And, yeah. you know, he's so aggressive and he's so strong, but he just was um, you know, bring that game he said that he was all there he didn't make any excuses for the loss which was very respectable exactly um, yeah the video after the fight but was really like good yeah yeah burns just he brought it he brought his a game he's like an excellent um jiu-jitsu fighter but like brings it when it comes to the stand-up as well like and even in the yeah. last like minute he was still doing everything he could and applying pressure the whole fight but like even in the last yeah. minute he was keeping it like um, you know, he'd already beat Woodley like all five rounds and there was just one minute yeah, to go easily. that he wouldn't give up. He yep. was still applying pressure and um, it was just so entertaining to see and I'm looking forward to see him in the future. Yeah, um, yeah, it was it was pretty um, pretty um, weird how he just kept the pressure on even though he won every single round. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, like most guys would just... Like stop coming forward, like play it safe the last two minutes of the fight, but yeah, he was <laughs> just as aggressive as he was um, at the start of the fight. Yeah, yeah, it was very, was a, yeah, very good to watch. I reckon the fight, very entertaining. Um, like the, it wasn't the, you know, the the card wasn't very stacked with um, you know names yeah. that people would be familiar with, but yeah, um, like I know you didn't watch all the fights, but. I watched yeah, I only watched the main event, and they were yeah. they were amazing. Um, yeah, but yeah, do, what do you think that um, that saying for Burns? Do you think that he's in the run for the um, the welterweight uh, title shot, or what? Where's where do you stand on that? Who do you think gets the next shot? Um, uh, where's the one seventy division at? Well, there's like there's like probably three or four people that <laughs> deserve a shot. Like you got Leon Edwards, you got um, Masvidal, you got. Burns and even Connor mm. for the um, hype, and he probably yeah, deserves it for that. Um, but I reckon, I reckon, I just reckon Burns, off that performance, he's like one of the front runners. 
like like the first or second guy that deserves it. Definitely, that definitely. Performance. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think with me, uh, because they're still working out the Masvidal versus Usman fight. That was meant. I think it's meant to happen in July if everything goes yeah. to plan. Um, yep. I'd be most interested to see that, and it depends on the outcome of that fight on who I would want to see next. Um, yeah. If Usman won, then I'd like to see um, Leon Edwards or um, Burns go in and go for the title next. But if Masvidal yeah. wins, I'd be more interested stylistically to see um, him fight someone like Conor McGregor or yeah. even Colby Covington just because there's you know such a great story there with them being teammates and um, you know even yeah. being roommates for a period exactly. of their life. So um, it's, there's just a lot of story there that builds up mm. hype and um, it's not like, oh, just two fighters going in there. There's like actual background and very interesting, yeah. those fights. Um, but I guess it would depend on whether that fight actually goes through with Masvidal and Usman and then the outcome. Yeah, exactly. Um, so what? Um, what one thing that um, Usman said about regarding Connor, he said that he'd fight in stand up for two rounds, the first two rounds. What do you think of that? Yeah, well, that that's definitely an interesting one, and that that's him saying that he'll put himself as a, at a disadvantage, knowing how well like Connor fights. Yeah, on the his accuracy. Feet. Yep, precision. Yep. Yeah. Um, mm. So that's very you know, bold of Usman to say something like that. Um, and if Usman yep. can keep up with him, then um, after those two rounds and going into the championship rounds, I guess we'd have to see how the fight would go on. Um, yeah, 100%. If it goes past the second or third round, um, it'll probably end up going to a decision. And um, I'd like to think that Connor would hopefully win that just um, because he usually is more accurate and can land some great punches. But, yeah, we'd have to see. Um, those first two yeah. rounds would be very entertaining to watch. What are your thoughts on what um, Usman had to say about that? Yeah, um, I reckon, yeah, it's, it's very bold of him to stand in the middle and trade with um, Connor. But I, I reckon the fight will go to a decision, knowing they both have really strong shins on him. Um, look... I reckon it's kind of I reckon it's um, Usman's fight to lose after round three, but we'll see what happens with that because um yeah we all know Connor can pull pull whatever off yeah well Connor can pull anything off and that's why yeah. I'm quite interested for the fight he's just accepted against Anderson Silva um yeah I I'm, I was kind of shocked to see that that fight is hopefully going to go through um we'll see yeah. how Dana um you know, puts out a contract and, and things. We'll see how that goes. But I'm definitely yeah. very intrigued by that fight. And, um, you know, what are your thoughts for the um, the fight there? Yeah, um, with, with Anderson Silva, like, I didn't know he lost his – um. he's like one and, one and four or one and five in his last five or six fights. So uh, for the legacy, it will be really good for Connor. But I just don't know – I don't know. It'll be good for like the casual fans to kind of marvel at that matchup, but I don't know what it does for like the rankings and stuff. If Connor wants to then fight Usman or Masvidal or whatever happens there, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, it'll it'll just be interesting what happens with that fight. I think that just knowing that Silver's lost 
is that yeah sorry um i think that if um if connor fights silver because silver only has two fights left on his contract it'd be good to have a massive payday for him um yeah because that yeah he deserves it he deserves 100% it definitely well. like he's definitely con- he's considered one of the goats like the greatest of mm. the sport and um mm. it's very well deserved and if he fights connor then he'll get probably the biggest payday he'd ever had of his career um yep and if he loses it won't matter like but and the same with Connor. If he loses, it's not going to affect him. It's at and, yeah, exactly because um, it will be like Anderson Silva beat Connor. Like we, like people would think that would happen, but like regarding like his recent record, I can see Connor <laughs> knocking him out. To be honest, me but, too. Yeah, Connor's full yeah. of surprises, but th- there's just not much for him to lose going into that fight. There's just everything to gain, like legacy and um, yeah, a Braz- another Brazilian's head. <laughs> yeah, um so speaking on paydays, um the recent controversy with um Dana White and John Jones and John Jones um I know like vacating his belt or something. Was it was it vacating yeah, his belt? Today, or, like, I saw yeah. the first thing I woke up, I I got a notification um from Ariel Nawani. Yep. He'd put out that um John Jones was putting his belt up and like he was hanging it up and he's vacating mm. it. Um in the 205 pound division. Um, mm. Like, uh, I don't know. I, it's kind of sad that that's happened. Um, again, I think we spoke about it last week. We don't, I don't know enough about business um, to know yeah. like how much the fighters should be paid, but because of the, yeah. you know, the amount of fans that the UFC have, I mean, you can't uh, compare them to other sports. Um, you know, they're just, it just seems like they're being underpaid and John Jones is asking exactly, for more. Yeah. And if, you know, Dana White considers him um, to be the greatest of all time, um, because that's what Dana yeah. White has said, then surely he'd want to pay his um, his best fighter um, the most he can. Like, there's no way that Jones has made more than Conor McGregor. and He's probably in the top 10 for most paid UFC fighters, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's very interesting, and there's a lot of different fighters that have come out and agreed with him. I know that um, Masvidal also um, retweeted it and um, thinks that there should be more pay for them. You know, Mark Hunt. Mm. You know, you could probably tell us more about Mark Hunt and his stance on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, with Mark Hunt, he's obviously got um, fucked over his whole career with um, drug sheets. And he recently filed a lawsuit that he um, lost. But I think he's filing, like, another one. Um, so he lost a lawsuit. Oh, my God, my dog's going Fucking off now. Benji. Um, <laughs> Benji, what's going on, mate? Um, oh, here we go. Um, hopefully you can still hear me. Yeah, I can hear you. But he, um, yeah, he unfortunately got fucked over his whole career with um, drug cheats. And he wasn't getting paid as much as he should get paid because he was, he's, he's obviously a big like, star in New Zealand, definitely in his prime days. Um, Very big. But, yeah, he... Heavyweight. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, he has, um, yeah, obviously a lot to say about that. You can check out his Instagram page for more of that. Yeah. But, yeah, like, I, I just think that Dana knows what he's doing and he offers the fighters less than they should be getting. Like, I don't know a lot about business myself, but I know he's a very smart businessman when it comes to that. Like, he makes them sign contracts. And, yeah, just because it's the UFC, he can obviously do 
do what he wants with yeah. that. But yeah. Well, because it's contracts, it's like, well, you're the one that's choosing to come to us. It's like, because UFC mm, is the exactly. most well-known, um, you know, MMA kind of company, it's, it's like he, Dana's paying them just a little bit more than what anyone else can offer. Um, but because yeah. of the amount of viewership that the UFC get, um, they should be getting way more for what they're, like they'd be yeah, worth 100%. more than, definitely than what they're getting. Yeah, like, we are, we spoke about, like, Connor's situation. Like, he probably gets more more from Profit 12 than his whiskey company than he does from the UFC. Yeah, I 100%. Um, yeah, like, I, I reckon he should be getting paid at least, <laughs> like, 30% of the card, I yeah. reckon, because of the hype. He well, brings. he's pretty much built yeah. the company, like, like because of his hype. Yeah, and I yeah. think... Yeah, from, yeah, from like, um, good to, like, really, like, all the casuals, um, liking and yeah all the fighting fan casuals and stuff like that yeah because like the ufc used to be um i don't know just like for the diehard fans yeah. you know well connor's but yeah it's gone better connor's yeah. definitely been on top and i think that a big part of that is because of um his trash talk and how he he sells the fight yeah um what do you reckon some of your favorite trash talk moments have been or the most um oh Oh well, obviously the most iconic one is who the fuck is that guy? For sure, for sure. <laughs> that, that, that's easily the most iconic because like that gets played, like not even in flying, flying environments that gets played. So for sure that. Um, oh, what else? There's like there's heaps. Like I can't I can't think of like any certain ones, but obviously Colby Covington has a lot to say <laughs> with trash talk. Um, who else? Well, Masvidal yeah, is kind of like straight up. Is, yeah. Um, one of my favourites is when um, he's, I think he's talking after he's fought Ben Askren, after he kneed him in the face, knocked him out in the quickest UFC knockout ever. And he's like, I'd like yeah. to thank um, Ben Askren for being in, um, you know, meeting my knee or whatever he says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's quite funny. Yeah. Um, there's another one yeah. of Connor where he's, um, I think it was Khabib was like saying something to him and he just goes, mur, 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 shut the oh, fuck yeah. up. Oh yeah, I love that. I love that one. Yeah, and also an underrated trash talker, Mike oh. Bisping. Um, he's one of the legendary ones, but he doesn't really get talked about as much as obviously Connor. Do you have any like favourites yeah. Mike Bisping or? Uh, um, the one with Luke Rockhold where he's like, um, I like, kind of like mock him and he says, shut the fuck up. Or, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'm so Luke, yeah, that one's the most iconic one. Luke Rockhold, he's going on and he's like, um, I know what I've got to do. I'm going to go out there and I know I'm the best. And, <laughs> and Mike yeah. Bisbing's just like, and he sound like the worst fucking help, like self-help book I've ever read. Dream, believe, achieve. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, um, even Dana has some awesome trash talk. We're just like, I don't give a fuck. Oh, yeah, 100%. he's like, shut up. Yeah, 100%. I don't give a fuck. Um, mate, like, like Dana, Dana has like the whole company on his feet. He can say and do what he wants. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, yeah. Uh, so moving on to this question, that's in our topics. Um, what, who, who, are, who are your favorite commentators in the US? My favorite commentators. Uh. Definitely yeah. Joe Rogan. I mean, if you don't like Joe Rogan, yeah, you, there's something wrong with you. Take a fucking <laughs> seat. Um, no. yeah. yeah, Joe Rogan for sure. He's a fucking legend. Um, a little midget 100%. with fucking great power in the legs. Um, <laughs> Mate, gunshots. They sound like gunshots. Sure. Fuck me. If, <laughs> if you guys haven't like 
heard Joe Rogan's kicks. Go and look it up after this. But yeah, on YouTube, there like Joe Rogan, he's definitely an inspiration up. to both Eli and I. Like he's the podcast king. We're fuck, like the king of all yeah, he podcasts. Is. Like he, inspiration. Yeah, he like um, it's yeah, like um, inspired us to. I don't know, make this. Um, yeah, but um, John Anik, I think that's yeah. how you say it. John, yeah, he's one of my favorites, and obviously you got uh, DC, Daniel Cormier. I I love his com- commentary. Um, Paul, I mean, I I don't really hate any of the commentators, but yeah, I I like most of them. Yeah, well, yeah. uh, DC, you? he's I just love him in general. Like he's quite a funny bloke, and he kind of just says it how it is, but in a polite way. So. Um, mm. He's very interesting to listen to because you know he's not going to bullshit to you, but he's not going to be an asshole about it. So um, yeah, so yeah, just straight yeah from the from the heart, like the truth. Yeah. He'll give you the truth. He won't. Well, yeah. Some of it. the other great MMA commentators, I guess there's Paul Felder. Um, I don't know mm. if we said Mike Bisbing, but he also is a great commentator when he's there. Um, and the best of all time, the elite. He was right there for the Cowboy versus Connor fight. Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, um, I, I can just tell you guys a bit about Stephen A. Smith. Obviously, I'm a huge basketball fan, and he's like one of the loudmouths on the um, first take. That's what the TV show is called. And, and, he's, and he's obviously doing numbers, and he's um, bragging about how I know he built UFC, uh, ESPN Plus and all this crap in the response to I'm like, Joe Rogan talking about him. But yeah, he he can't <laughs> fight. He, can't, he he can't talk about fighting. He doesn't know anything. Definitely um, yeah. look up the video of him hitting the pads when he's um when, once he finishes. <laughs> Mate, he's to hit <laughs> it's one of the funniest <laughs> things that you ever see. But um, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking, it's quite crazy, but. Oh, back to John Jones and vacating the belt. Like, isn't yeah. it strange that within, like, what, a week or two, two champions have, you know, vacated their belt? The same with Henry Cejudo. He's he's just given up yep. his belt in the, um, what is it, bantamweight division? Um, uh, the flyweight. Oh, flyweight, yeah. whatever. The cunt's fucked off. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> a little fucking cringy cunt. Like, yeah, he's yeah. he's an entertaining fighter to watch, but I fucking can't stand listening to him, except for when he's with the schmo, because it's like they're both cringy. But um, oh yeah, yeah, they're both cringy. Yeah, they're, they're kind of funny when they're together. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I um I just recently I saw a video on um Volko um Alexander Volkanovsky's um. Instagram page, and it said that he'd be more than happy to fight um, Henry when he comes back, um, and that that's if he comes back. I know, I know that he wanted to fight um, Volko if he came back, so that'd be a good fight to watch. Yeah, um, I, I saw that. Yeah. Um, Henry said, "If I'll come back for anyone, it's to fight um, to fight Alexander Volkanovsky." So um, that would be, mm. and I'd love to see. A fellow Aussie, fuck him up, just <laughs> absolutely shut him up, shut him up, and retire. Yeah, and, and retire yeah. him. Leg kick him into the fucking next morning. Can't just make sure <laughs> that he doesn't fucking wake up. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So what? What other topics do we have here? Oh um, well, this we've is talked kind about... of. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I keep we keep kind of talking over each other, 
And I'd like to address yeah, it. Yeah, it's because of the... Um... This is basically yep. a recorded phone call. We can't see each other yep. to get the signals off each other, like in the face, like facial expressions, yeah, to yeah. know yeah. when the other person's going to talk. So we're just kind of, exactly, you know, saying whatever. And then we're like, oh, do we go? Do we go? Nah. And <laughs> sometimes we talk over the top of each other and it gets a, a bit awkward. But, um, mm. yeah, so we'll try and work on that, guys. But, um, yeah. But, Eli, I have – this is kind yep. of UFC-related. Um, so the yep. former, um, you know, UFC fighter, quite a legend in the sport, Tito Ortiz. Um, yeah. I think he, he's trying to fight Mike Tyson because Mike Tyson has, you know, been talking about returning – um, and you know, there's talks that there'll be a, I think it's a bare knuckle fight for like 20 mil, um, yeah, where 20 mil, Mike Tyson's going to box, um, Ted Ortiz. Like, what do you make of that? Uh, wait, how long is, um, Tito? I'll, I'll quickly look it up. Jamie, Jamie here. I'm not sure, but <laughs> I know that, um, that Mike Tyson's about 53. He's he's forty five, so I I don't know how washed up um, Tigo is, but I've seen Mike Tyson train and he looks to be in some good yeah. shape. So it'll be interesting to see how that fight goes. For sure, for but, sure. Yeah, it, it'll it'll be one of the most hyped up fights I reckon, just because of Mike Tyson. So yeah, we'll guess it'll be good to see. Yeah, definitely. Um, if Mike Tyson doesn't fight Tito Ortiz, is there are any like former UFC fighters that you know are up there in age that you reckon would be a great fight to watch? Because um, I was thinking maybe someone like um, the Iceman or Randy Couture. Oh yeah, um, yeah, I reckon they would be pretty in- like interesting to see um, them go. And yeah, I, I just, I just, yeah, I just think um, if 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 Mike was to come back, he'd have to come back against like an older person. To like try to see where he's at, like physically and um, mentally against it, but um, yeah, I I just think, yeah, I just think it'll be one of those hyped up fights ever, and it'll get a lot of um, pay per view yeah. supplies in 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 whatever organization they yeah. choose to do it. In. Hopefully, um, it's yeah. on an easily accessible platform that um I can yeah. just not pay for. Yeah, uh, I mean. Uh, no, <laughs> um, no. I'd be very excited to see that fight, and uh, like I'd pay a lot of money just to see Mike Tyson spar at this age. To be honest, oh, hundred um, percent. He's just such mm. a beloved and like well-known fighter. Like he's so iconic, um, and he mm. has the best hits in fucking boxing. Like the only yep. person that um, I think our mm. like that's of the age now of boxing. Um, that could, I reckon, could go and fight him and um, maybe beat him would be the other Tyson, Mr. Tyson Fury, because his defense is so good. <laughs> yeah. um, probably second yeah. to Floyd Mayweather, um, in my opinion. Mm. Um, yeah, especially for yeah. his size. Like, he's, yeah, he's got some insane head movement, um, footwork. He's just got everything. Like, he's probably not the hardest hitter, but look what he did to um, old Deontay yeah. Wilder. <laughs> TKO, yeah. yeah. Put on the towel. Um, so, what other topics do we have here? Oh, the the um heaviest boxing match between Eddie Hall and the the Man yeah. Mountain. Um, what do you think of well, that? 
Um, I'll, I'll go after Honestly, it. I reckon it'd be such a fucking spectacle because, you know, there's people that <laughs> um, will go to a gym and they'll get real buff and think, oh, I'm a fucking tough cunt. And then there's other people and they'll get into a, you know, a jiu-jitsu gym, a boxing gym, MMA gym, whatever, and they could fuck them up yeah. based just of training, right? It doesn't matter how big you are, right? But this fight mm. is what's going to hopefully prove everyone wrong. It might say, look, us big guys can throw hands too because it's the heaviest fucking bodybuilders, like the biggest, most strongest guys in the world. Yep. Like the, they're probably, are they the two strongest guys in the world? Uh, they're definitely um, up there. Yeah, um, like, yeah so, the, so the man, mountain guy, he um, beat the the world record deadlift by one kilo. I think that's why how I guess the beef or whatever you want to yeah. call it started. Um and they're trying to settle it. <laughs> Fuck so, it. Yeah. Don't lift weights, just I'll... get into a fucking ring and <laughs> smash around for well, hopefully more than one round. I reckon the cunts will get a bit tired. But um Yeah. I um I just saw on my phone it says that Tyson Fury is in talks with the UFC. And that was nine hours ago by the Wide World of Sports. Um, that's the Australian kind Who of Who would you be interested thing. to see Tyson Fury fight? Look, I, I, I don't know how how like, good he is at like, MMA. Like, he's, he's pretty quick on his feet, so it'll be interesting to see that. Um, Maybe Francis Ngannou because that, he started from boxing. Um, that would be an yeah, interesting yeah. fight. So, like the amazing oh, power yeah, that'd be so versus... Good. That's and just defense. like, you know, how we're talking about Mike Tyson, except Mike Tyson would have a bit more technique than Francis Ngannou. But um, yeah, that would be a great fight to watch in a boxing ring in an octagon. Um, we haven't seen a lot of wrestling from Francis Ngannou, but I guess it would just be a, a glorified boxing match, um, but yeah. in an octagon and with less pads. So... Yeah, I I reckon the UFC would have to like make certain rules up because I don't think Tyson Fury's ground game will be any good if he hasn't trained. I mean, he'll probably train for it, obviously, if if it's a great uh if there's wrestling in it. But yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm just looking on here and it says that George St. Pierre says he retired because of the stress. Uh, so what what do you think about like because uh, we we saw that uh the Reaper um kind of had a break because of yeah. the burnt out. So what do you think about all, what do you think about well, all that I think stuff there's, in regarding stress and stress burning levels out? To all different types of fighting. So like, just to quickly bring it back to Tyson Fury joining the UFC, he'd probably mm. be stressed with the downgrade of payment. Um, but <laughs> yeah, when it comes to, yeah. like it was so sad seeing, um, you know, Rob get so like worn down because he was training all the time, seven days a week, I think it, he said. Um, and he just wasn't enjoying it anymore and we saw how that ended up with him pretty much knocked out twice Mm. in um, like within five minutes yeah like yeah exactly he um yeah so he's suffered uh, his chin (laughs) suffered a lot with like I I think I think I think he's had like uh, four knockdowns in his past uh, two fights Um, so yeah, that's un- un- unfortunate. Hopefully, he recovers. Yeah, that's from that. what we call but unlucky. Yeah. But with GSP, yeah, um, it's kind of sad that um, the stress got to him and he had to leave because he was on top and 
it would have been great to see him um, keep fighting. I, I, I do regard. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I do regard him to be one of the greatest of all times. But thinking about it, like yeah. with him leaving for four years and then coming back, and he went up to the um, next division and um, fought Mike yeah, Bisping and, and beat got Mike. the belt. It was entertaining to see, but um, I don't know. I feel like it's hard to call someone um, the greatest if they took so much time off um, where they could have mm. put themselves in there more and, um, you know, even been more dominant. Yeah. Um, like, I, I still consider him yeah. to be one of the greatest, but I, I would have loved it if he stayed around for longer and even came back now and... Um, fought a couple more times. That would be really good to watch. I'd love to see him fight someone like Kamaru Usman. Um, yeah. Or mm. even fight at middleweight again and fight Israel Adesanya. Um, but, yeah. you know, who knows what will happen because of his stress. Like, you know, I, I do um, understand that. Like, there has to be a lot of stress there like and anxiety. I'm sure before he would have felt it. Um, and yep. yeah, he seemed like a really good guy in general. Like, I don't think he was a fan of 100%. violence, but, um, he was a fan of the sport. Mm. Um, yeah, just the aspect yeah. of it. Yeah. Uh, so what, what was your overall thoughts on, um, just no fan, like the, like with the coronavirus, like with no fans in the, um, arena, no fans, um. Yeah, and just like the um, limited staff and all that. Like, what do you think about all that in, in terms of like the no the fans? fans. Stuff? Well, it was definitely oh, it had an effect on me when I watched Justin Gaethje versus Tony Ferguson because every fight, yes. you um, you know, like general fights when coronavirus wasn't here, we had um, the fans yelling all the time, and I'm sure that a lot of the fighters enjoy that. But when it came to Justin Gaethje's huge fucking punches. You heard every single one of them. Mm. And, like, yep. there was a couple of them that I flinched for just based on the sound. Like, it was crazy. Yeah. Um, but you can also hear everything the commentators are saying, all the coaches. Um, yep. Eddie Alvarez probably panicking in there a little bit. Um, but, <laughs> you know, uh. it was definitely... It was definitely and like it's an it's an experience to sort of see what it would be like without the fans, um, but I guess for the company to keep making money, um, they need to have um, mm. the fans there. But um, you know, I hope the fans are uh, so not the fans. The fighters are still probably getting paid the exact same whether the fans are there or not. Exactly. Because, um, yeah. The company decides not to pay them correctly, but. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's definitely interesting. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts on um, it? Oh, uh, oh, well, um, like, uh, especially in the, um, in Garner knockout on Rosenstruck, like, you, you could hear, you can hear the heavy hands, and that was, uh, quite, like, eerie with, like, the silence and everything, like, you couldn't, like, hear yeah, anything. Yeah, that was a scary that. <laughs> 20 so, seconds. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, you know, yeah, and like when he was like laying there and um and going to like finish him off, uh, pause, um, yeah, it was it was just like really, I, I yeah, know, weird to see like uh, the yeah, silence of like someone being knocked out. Like, yeah, there's commentators yelling about it, but there's like a moment where all of like the team of Rosenstruck 
came in to help him. And there's like an eerie silence yeah. with that where you can't hear the crowd. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely very, very interesting. Um, but, you know, I guess that's just how it has to be with the coronavirus. And, um, you know, I'd be interested to see what the fighters think about it a bit more. Um, cause I haven't seen a lot yeah. about it because obviously only a few fighters have had the, um, privilege, I guess, to fight in such an interesting, um, kind of circumstance. But I guess if you were like a yeah. wrestler or you grew up doing, um, different, uh, like fighting type, um, whatchamacallit, yep. fucking, um, I bloody lost. My fucking train of thought. Tournaments, that's the one oh, I'm thinking of. Um, um, they'd kind of yeah, be yeah. used to having not very big crowds. Um, like, you know, they'd just be rooms with maybe 100 people or so, which is still a bit more than what would be at the UFC at the moment. Um, yeah. But yeah. they'd be used to not having huge crowds. Um, so I guess that's an advantage for people that um, that are used to that and have had that experience and don't a hundred percent need the fans there um, to win the fight yeah. because some of some fighters get a lot of energy from the um, fans and it um, pushes them to fight more. Um, but if there's no one there, yep. then I guess they're just going to have to fucking deal with it and get their ass fucking whooped. <laughs> <laughs> So um the the last topic I wanted to bring up is um what what does John Jones do now? Does he does he wait for like the super fight with um Izzy or um Ngannou? Like well, what would you like to see more? Personally, I'd like to see um Izzy more because uh, yeah that'd be good for his legacy. For um, Izzy's yeah. legacy or for Jones's? Ah, uh, for both, for both. Yeah, I reckon for both. I do see that. But, yeah, um, in the UFC, yeah. I'd like to see. Jones versus both of them, to be honest. I think he should fight Izzy first. Mm. Um, and whether he wins that or he loses that, he can, I mean, he said it before that he always does something so that he has an excuse for losing. <laughs> He's openly said that. So yeah. he can be like, oh, cutting weight, to <laughs> get down to um, middleweight um, was just, uh, well, yeah. But I think that Izzy Too actually hard. said he'd come up. So. That actually probably wouldn't be an issue. I just yeah. had a little bit of a fucking, I don't know, my head's just not working at the moment. But, you know, you know how it fucking <laughs> is. But, um, yeah, Izzy um, came up and Jones beats Izzy. Then I guess it's fucking whatever for him. Like, he's, he's got that on his legacy. That's a great um, thing to have on your resume to say that you beat John Jones, the fucking... Um, champ of light yeah, exactly. heavyweight for the last 10 fucking years. Um, but if Jones wins, yep. then it shouldn't really matter to him that much. He probably won't even care. And then he can just go up to heavyweight and that's where he can start yeah. fighting in Ghanu, um, maybe yep. DC for the trilogy and then fight Steve Hay as well, depending on the order of mm. um, who the top three are at the time or who's the champ. Um, yeah. But yeah, it would definitely be very interesting to see. But because Jones isn't in the fuck anymore because he's asked for a release and has vacated the belt, the only thing that I've seen him fighting is crime. Um, <laughs> he went around and in, the, <laughs> yeah, in, exactly. yeah. in his city, he was that. taking, I think it was um, spray paint cans off um, teenagers that 
um, were vandalizing small businesses. Mm. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's all. That, it's really hard to see what's going to happen in, in the future for Jones because um, mm. I don't know. He has a fan base that um, wants him to fight again, but he wants money, and Dana's stingy about it. Um, so yes. it will be interesting to see what happens over the next few weeks. But, um, yeah, what are your thoughts yep. on, on Francis and Izzy? Who would you like to see him? Um, uh, well, it's, it's, it's hard, but I, I probably want to see him fight um, Izzy, Izzy first because if he, if, if he gets knocked out versus Ngannou, it'll be really like hard for him mentally to come back from the Izzy fight. In my opinion, so I reckon he should um probably fight Izzy before that. Um, but yeah, I, I reckon I reckon both fights will be heaps good because we know how good Izzy is with his um defense, his um counter striking, and we obviously know how good Jones is. So yeah, it will be heaps. Yeah. It will be heaps good to watch. And yeah, and obviously with um Ingarna's power, he can end the fight whenever he wants to. So, yeah, yeah, well, that'll be good to watch. I think whoever has the shortest reach will probably be the best, just so that Jones can eye-poke the fuck out of them. Uh, but he can literally beat either <laughs> one of them, um, depending on what drugs he's on at the time. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. no. I think <laughs> yeah. he is slow. He's slowed down a bit after um, not doing drugs anymore. Um, and that was kind of an interesting thing with the Jones and Dana um, controversy is that um jones yep. accused dana of ruining his uh, ruining his um reputation and um tarnishing it and that but yeah and dana had a lot to say about that as well he was like i ruined it you were the one that was taking drugs etc you know um and yeah went out during quarantine um partying and all that shit so i don't yep. know it's it's not a good idea to get into such an argument with your boss. It's also not um, yeah. a good idea to fight with one of the best UFC fighters um, verbally because that could have <laughs> some um, consequences in person. Um, and unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. if um, Dana takes it to court, Dana will fucking ruin him because Jones doesn't get paid enough. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Yep, and, and, he, and he also signed the contract. So, yeah, when you sign contracts, uh, you just need to know what you're getting yourself into. Um, but, yeah. So, how, how long has it been? It's been yeah. 40 minutes. Um, yeah, so just um, just uh, one more thing about the riots and stuff. So, just um, stay safe, guys, you know, again. And, um, yeah, we'll see you um, on the next Wednesday. podcast. It should be on. Yeah. Wednesday, yeah, Wednesday. We'll probably be talking more in depth about the rights. But we're not heaps. Ex- we're not experts. We'll definitely topic, bring so. it up. It's very oh, popular at the moment, and um, we'll bring yep. it up. But for those that mm. um like both um types of podcasts, the UFC and the you know general conversation, um, you know, just yep. <laughs> I don't know. Stay tuned for Wednesday. Um, but yeah, that's it. Be a good motherfucker. Peace in the Middle East. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>